good morning to you, Senor Rayma. Good morning, Senior Senior Rare. <laughs> <laughs> you rolled the W. Good job, Senior Rare. Hey. I, I, I roll at the front end, man. Yeah, that's okay. That's no problem. I how go was, my own way. How was your weekend? That was fine. It was uh, pretty chill. I'm still taking it easy, so uh, we took it easy. <laughs> we That's about it. Didn't do anything uh, all that spectacular. Just kind of hung out the house. I'm going to make some ribs in the crock pot today. Oh. How, 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 was, how was race day? It was fantastic. Well, I'll back up to Saturday. I was just telling you off the air that Annabelle's dance team won the big one on Saturday. So that was a good day. Uh, proud grandparents. Cool. We were very proud. And then uh, and then yesterday, I didn't move from the couch. I uh, just laid right there and watched the longest, 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 longest Daytona 500 ever. It took forever. <laughs> How long was it? How long did it take? Oh, probably eighteen hours. It was <laughs> eight. What? No. because well, I saw it was. Well, I I didn't watch it obviously, no. but I mean I saw that when the guy won, it was dark outside. Yeah. So I'm like, well, that game. I know it started around two o'clock in the afternoon or two thirty or something. Right. And it was dark when the dude won. So yeah. I'm like, damn. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> so it was a long one, was it? Well, yeah. It, uh, I think it was about five hours. They typically right. take about three. I think it was about five. And uh, that many of them used up, uh, you know, plenty of depends because you know you're stuck. Oh, you're, good lord! You're right. not going anywhere. <laughs> right. I guess not. <laughs> Longest one I ever drove. I got in the car at nine thirty one Saturday night and got out at two thirty Sunday morning. I was in the race wow. car that long. It took forever. Wow. So, yeah. Anyway, um, let's dive in on Joe Biden's surprise trip to Ukraine as he went over there. And, Sean, I'll just say this. I watched his speech when he was giving it live, and let's just put it this way. If you were to be pulled over by SA's finest and your eyes were as bloodshot as his, of course, he'd been traveling, and uh, you slurred your words like he did through the speech this morning. You would definitely be touching your your nose with your fingers and standing on one leg and blowing into something. I'm telling you, because he to and now he doesn't drink. You know, he's a teetotaler, but he sure looks smashed. So again, that's the whole brain thing. That's the brain fade going on. Well, he, he may not drink, but he's certainly on some meds uh, for whatever decline he's in. I, I didn't see the speech. I, oh. I'm just I just kind of woke up to this this uh this trip and uh you know i i he's he's as we've been saying every single time you see him he is worse so you're saying during the speech this morning he was i, I saw just a couple of snippets he, yeah. he was slurring yeah, oh yeah yeah oh god uh, well you know he, projecting weakness off, projecting weakness yeah well of course that's his gig projecting weakness around the world and uh you know i i trump's really got him hopping <laughs> i think trump and Palestine, Ohio, got that dude hopping. So now he's uh, let's see, he's planning a trip to Ohio. He he shows up in Kiev, unannounced. I, is it true that he rode on a train for ten hours to get there? Is that what I'm hearing? Mm, he no, rode on. I, a, I think I read that somewhere that he had a ten hour train ride. I think it was one hour. I think it was or one, one hour. hour. Yeah, one hour I, yeah. Well, what in what, whatever regard, it's yeah. it's kind of interesting, man, that he would be riding on a train. Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't know if I find that poetic or tragic. Uh, to get there, but you know, it's 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 all a dog and pony show. I mean, we're 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 sending giving money and armaments. I guess we're going to give him a whole bunch more uh, bunch of uh, equipment uh, and the like and money. Uh, half a billion dollars, I think, is the latest one. 
And, the, again, as you point out and we point out, there's no accountability. We have no idea where this money's going. Meanwhile, this country's going to hell, but I'm glad he went to Keith. Good on him. Well, here's, <laughs> here's the deal. He's giving $500 more million to them, and he's taking care of their pensioners. Let's play Cut One, Joe Biden, over the weekend announcing what he's giving there. And to deliver much-needed humanitarian assistance as well as food, water, medicine, shelter, right. and other aid to Ukrainians displaced by Russia's war, and provide aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from Ukraine. <clears throat> it's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. So we're paying the pensions of the Ukrainian people. We're keeping their hospitals open. We're providing food to the Ukrainian people. Meanwhile, right. Yuma, Arizona, their hospital there, because the illegal aliens that he has let in, is $25 million in debt. It is collapsing as we speak. East Palestine, Ohio, of course, is dying, and the people there are going to get cancer from this crap all that's in the air. And he wasn't going to do anything about it until Joe Biden or Donald Trump announced he was going. He said this morning, Sean, and in this speech from Kiev, that this is going to go on for years and years, and we're going to be there as long as it takes. And then he turned to Zelensky and he said, "Thanks, pal." Thanks, pal. Thanks, Thank pal. What's he thanking him for? Hell if I know. <laughs> that guy ought to be thanking him. I mean, it should be the reverse. He's thanking him for what? Giving him a freaking podium and a cup of coffee well maybe you know? first 10 percent well there you go there you, you know? go <laughs> i think a lot of that money i think you're right i think a lot of that money comes right back here and finds its way into some interesting bank accounts so yeah thanks pal thanks for uh you know uh enriching the biden family even more it, it's it's it, it's beyond surreal given what's going on in this country it is beyond surreal and this thing is open-ended at some point, it's going to make Vietnam look like a Tupperware party. We're going to be there forever. Forever, in my opinion, until until Putin dies of old age. You know what I mean? Well, Putin will die of Putin will start going into decline at some point, and he'll die of old age. They, in fact, they'll both be dead of old age before we uh, resolve the situation in, in Ukraine. I think it's uh, I think it's going to come to a head sooner than that. I think we're facing a World War Three. I think it's underway, and I think it's going to grow. China has announced that they are backing Russia now. Antony Blinken, our yeah. Secretary of State, has announced that China is now involved with Russia. Of course, you can't believe anything that the Biden administration is saying because John Kirby said yesterday, no. Oh, he's not going to go to Ukraine, and he was landing in Ukraine at that right. moment. Um, it speaks volumes that Biden went to Ukraine and not East Palestine, Ohio. He's a globalist who wants to help the rest of the world and not do anything uh, for us. But here's here's what I mean by World War Three underway. Cut number two is Kamala Harris on Friday, the vice president. The United States has formally determined that Russia has committed crimes against humanity <laughs> and I say to all of those who have perpetrated these crimes and to their superiors who are complicit in these crimes you will be held to account. And what that means, uh, Sean, and uh, of course we all remember our hit. Well, no, not everybody. She obviously doesn't remember hers, but I remember our history. World War Two. We knew for a fact that Hitler was committing crimes against humanity, but we didn't say this 
until after the war was over. And the reason you don't do that, the reason you don't do what she did, now the only out for Vladimir Putin is utter destruction. There's no, there's no way he can sue for peace. There's no way Zelensky can sue him for peace, which Zelensky's already said that's not a possibility. But there's no way you're going to encourage Putin now to sign a peace deal on a, on an aircraft carrier somewhere, knowing that he's, his fate's at the end of the rope. Even if you know his fate's at the end of the rope, you don't do what she did. Now she backed him in a corner that the only way out is utter destruction. Bottom line. You do do what she did if you do want this war to continue. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sure. They very obviously don't want this resolved uh, for whatever bizarre reasons. And maybe it's because uh, some of that money's coming back here. I don't know. But you're absolutely right. You know, she she's either a dumbass or just playing the cards that she was told to play. That's it. Uh, because what you're hearing, yeah, Kirby was all over the place on the weekend, and uh, he's a lying sack of crap about all this. And 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 I think she was told to do that. Um, every, everything we're hearing from this administration is it ain't ever going to be over. We're going to be there for a long time. Uh, you know, Putin's never going to give up. You know, and even uh, Zelensky. Well, we're you know, it's not going to end till he's dead. So, yeah, I'm not exactly sure where the option for some kind of negotiation even freaking exists. There's not one now. Because they stomp all over any chance at that. Yeah, because they don't closed. want it. They yeah. don't want it. Yeah. They you, want this. Well, sure. No, what it is is they wanted regime change in Moscow so that they can take over the oil. That's, that's the bottom line. They want to control Russians' oil. It's very oil-rich, and they want it, and they're going to get it eventually, and that's what they're, they're working toward. But you don't, you, there's no way you can have any negotiation for peace. And by the way, they are on the record on video. It's on the internet. I watched it all weekend. The NATO members are on record as saying in an interview with a with a, a journalist in, in Europe, no, we will not negotiate for peace. There is no other way out of this other than regime change in right. Moscow. That's the that's the French, that's the Germans, that's the UK. They're all saying that they're all in unison. And of course, with Kamala's announcement on Friday, we're in there too. The only way out of this deal is utter destruction. So now that China's involved. I don't see how you don't look at this as the beginnings of World War III. I, I, I'm not happy in saying that. I don't take pro, pro, you know, right. pleasure no, in I saying don't. that. No, I don't. But I don't see how you don't look at this in any other way. If you know history, that's what's happening right now. Well, yeah. I mean, even if you just have a, a high, you know, from the 70s and 80s, a high school understanding of history, you can see the chess pieces lining up right now. But you said if you're looking at this, you have to be looking at it. Right. And, and a lot of people in this country aren't. Right. They just aren't. Correct. Yeah. They're more concerned with pronouns and making sure Roald Dahl doesn't call somebody fat in one of his books and, and all that crap than than the Ukraine. They just kind of. I think it, I, I think it works for the administration on a couple of different levels too to keep it going. First off, whenever things get dicey for them at home, they just do the Ukraine trip. Well, you know, Ukraine is our number one issue. Well, here we are in Ukraine. We've got to take care of Ukraine. It's, it's a fight for democracy. It's a fight for freedom around the world. Don't worry about Palestine. Don't worry about the border. Don't worry about the economy. Don't worry about this other stuff. Uh, it's Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. So obviously on a number of different levels, they don't want it over. It's the war everybody wants. <laughs> you know, it really does kind of work for everybody in that gang of people, whether it's Biden or the French president, or for that matter, Zelensky, they don't want it to end. It's working for them, you know, on, on a, lot, a lot of different levels. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Quick break, more Warren Rima coming up, KTSA. Reputation. 
It defines us. How we treat KTSA. It's uh, 7.38 now. Used to be, Mr. Rima, that as parents, grandparents, we worried about Chester the Molester hanging around the school grounds. Now we don't worry about Chester the Molester hanging around the school grounds because Chester the Molester is inside the school as teachers, you see. <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, uh, English teachers' sexuality curriculum showing kids penis pictures and a video I don't even think I could say on the radio. The teacher. Huh? This is Fox News just put the story yeah. up uh, about this English teacher. I mean, I was just reading it during the break there, yeah. and he's he, he's got this sex ed class where he, and he says he wants to desensitize kids to their genitals so that they're not freaked out by their own genitals. Images of genitals. And, yeah. He's in Pennsylvania. His name, let's put it out there, Alvernaccio is, is the guy's name. His work is sexuality education coordinator, and his goal is to desensitize children to the images of genitalia. What do I said all along? Uh, normalizing the weirdos, right? That's that's what they're doing. Desensitizing our children to the sexual perver- perver- perversion so they can move in as pedos and take over. Well, I, I think you're right. I think what's happening, it's kind of like the chaos in Austin. I think there's a lot of people who, you know, are really not on this trip because they, they really seriously have some sort of ideological thing to do. I think this guy's just a freaking perv. And the current state of affairs with our education system has given him license, like a lot of others, to just be a freaking perv. Okay? He's showing penis pictures to minors. If if I walked down the street and showed a penis picture to uh, any uh, of my neighbor's kids, okay, not only would I get my ass kicked, but I'd be arrested. Well, for a crime. let's take that one step further. Let's say you went down the street and showed them your penis. Yeah. Okay. I'd be arrested. That's exactly right. <laughs> that 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 is an arrestable crime. But yet, yes. if you move it into the classroom and you say, "Well, this is in the class," we need to do in the class. And his goal is to desensitize, he says it, desensitize children to seeing genitalia. This is where our schools are. This is where our education is in America today. This is it. Well, but see, see, if you again, you mentioned uh, you know Hitler's Germany, and and you look at a lot of these fascist states, you see this kind of thing. There's a lot of pervs in the SS, and a lot of pervs in the brown shirts. And what you have when you're trying to build a socialist state and you're in that burn the whole thing down stage is that you really give license to the real, the, the fringes of society to become legitimized. And that's exactly what's going on here. Okay? I, I don't know if there's any great plan for the sexuality of people or I think there are probably a few architects who have some ideological nonsense in their heads about destroying the family unit because it's dangerous or whatever but really it's just a lot of freaking pervs who suddenly have the opportunity to groom kids in the classroom at will well, let's, let's <laughs> and, t- and, and you know what i mean and it's sick and well, that's what you're seeing let's take a look at this other guy the guy that you know the freakishly enormous breasted oh, yeah right okay this guy so it's not real they're, they're not real no. And, and everybody has probably seen the picture. He wears the wig. He puts the makeup on. And these things are gigantic. He's a shop teacher. 
uh, but but his neighbor now has exposed him for real because <laughs> because in his normal life, uh, like around the house, when right. he when he runs on down to the HEB or he goes <laughs> over to the Walmart or so wherever he does his shopping, he dresses. As a normal dude, he's only putting the boobs on, the makeup and the hair, when right. he goes to the school. And the school has given him complete coverage of that. Like I'm telling people to get your get, sell your home and get out of Austin, I'm also telling people, get your kid out of school. This is what schooling has become in our country. Get them out of school, get them into private education, or get them into homeschooling. Well, and you got to, but see, even private education, this guy is a private school teacher. He, he's doing this in a private school. I mean, it's, 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 it's infecting everything. I mean, I think that's why you're probably seeing a lot of homeschool rates that are, that are going up right now. You know, it's, it's sickness. And, and you're, again, this is part and parcel that the, the freaks and the criminals and the pervs sort of have free license. In 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 uh, in this stage of of the of the development of a fascist state, they're just running free. They're in the school system. He's doing this at school. You know, there's this other teacher I want to talk about later on who is supposedly a history teacher. Uh, I'm sure you saw this, and uh, she's uh, she's got videos out there uh, talking about her her freaking pronouns. She's a Z and a Zem. And uh, she's uh, talking about, you know, talking to the kids about se- same thing, talking to the kids about sex stuff uh, and how the country was built on the blacks as slaves. So you have the so black people have the right to, to burn stuff and steal stuff because this country was built on slavery. And she's a freaking history teacher. A history teacher. And she, I mean, it's madness. And she's been at this a while because all those yeah. quotes that you just read were from a video that she put up in 2020 during Black Lives Matter. That's why she put Precisely. it up. Precisely. She yeah. said, you have a right to burn this country. To, well, she actually said MF. You have a right to burn yeah. this MF to the ground. This, th- These are the types of people that are teaching your kid, just so you'll know. Just so you're aware, Mom and Dad, when you drop them off there at 7 o'clock and you pick them up again at 3.30 in the circle out front, these are the types of people that have infected affected our schools and yes they're everywhere i'm not saying all teachers do this but no. these types of pe- people are there and they are everywhere and to think they're not having contact with your children is a very naive thing that's a very naive thought they are there and 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 what are the schools going to do nine times out of ten they're going to take the side well they hide it of that teacher they or they it. try to conceal it yeah, and, and not it. have it get out there. Yeah. But that in and of itself is a form of taking the side of the teacher. Absolutely. By trying to conceal it instead of just firing their ass. Quick so, break. You know, it's we'll, madness. We'll continue in just a moment. i got to tell you about FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. FoundationSupportSpecialist.com. You can have a foundation problem, a failing foundation at your home, and you don't even know it. I mean, it's crazy, right? So that's the deal. You Now, there's sometimes there's telltale signs. A crack in the wall, a crack in the ceiling that continues to get bigger over time. That's really a, a very, very uh, obvious telltale. But a lot of times you don't see it. A lot of times it's it's in the lumber that's inside the walls concealed by the sheetrock and you're not seeing what's going on. Your friends over at FoundationSupportSpecialist.com, they come to your home with a free inspection of your foundation. They're not looking for work. They are there to actually help you. So I hope that you'll log on, FoundationSupportSpecialist.com, and book your appointment and have them come out. It's not going to cost you anything. 
I've been talking about foundation issues around here for about 40 years now because it's been a big issue in our area. We have different soils, but more importantly, it's the crazy weather that you and I talk about all the time. And your friends at Foundation Support Specialists will give you an absolutely free no strings attached inspection of your foundation to make sure everything's good. That's foundationsupportspecialists.com. Dave Ramsey here. When you need a relax. And it's the 20th of February with Warren Rima. So what day is it? Well, James will like this one. It's Love Your Pet Day. So uh, I know James has had very little sleep because he's raising a puppy right now. and uh, he's, But it's Love Your Pet. So whatever kind of pet you got. I got six cats and two dogs. Be loving on them today. Uh, it's National Cherry Pie Day. So, love some cherry pie. <laughs> or, or I'm dedicating this to my wife because she's my cherry pie. I know that was unwarranted, but I did it anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a tough room today. <laughs> National Handcuff Day. So, you know, if you're into handcuffing people, today's your day. Uh, it's also, let's see, we had to go into the weeks because the, it's President's Day, obviously, and a fair amount of people are off work today. Uh, so as far as the week, it's National Pancake Week. So make some pancakes. Cherry pancakes over at IHOP, I suppose. Well, there you go. If you want okay. to get everything, you know, can tie, tie it all together once, yeah. while you're wearing handcuffs. Right. You know, eat the pancakes right. while you're wearing some handcuffs. There you go. And uh, it's National Sauna Week. And uh, now the sauna is the hot box. Uh-huh. Okay, you got jacuzzi and saunas. Correct. I I love a good sauna bath. I like to sit in the hot box. So you and like pour the, the water on the coals. Do you like the steam? You do. I like the steam. I like the heat. It it just relaxes okay. me. It gets all them toxins out my blood. Yeah, yeah. You don't have any of those anymore. You don't toxify anymore. No, I really don't. Yeah. I drink a crap load of coffee. That's about it. <laughs> Uh, I drink coffee all day long, but you know, that's uh, about as toxic as I get these days. So that's that's really all we have. Those are our days and weeks today. It's not a very uh, well. It is President's Day. We should talk about that. You know, officially George Washington's birthday. Okay. Do do you have a favorite? I I, I'm gonna. (laughs) I know you do, but do you have a favorite president? Um. Yeah. I I think I would say you you talk about all of them, all, the whole yeah, history of presidents. Yeah, I, yeah. I I would have to rest with Thomas Jefferson. Uh, the reason is he was all about liberty and all about freedom, and that's the, the main thing that he pushed. I, of course, I love George Washington, how he handled the job, what he stood for, what he was all about. So you know, it it would have to be those two. I I think Mount Rushmore has it pretty much right. I'm not a right, big, I'm yeah. not a huge Teddy Roosevelt fan, but I I think that pretty much Rushmore's got it right. <laughs> I you know I was going to actually say Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. I, I I I I know policy wise he got a little wonky uh, with some of his rich friends, but Teddy yeah. Roosevelt himself was a really interesting character. Yes, he was. In that he grew up as a sickly rich kid. Yep. Who was incredibly pampered. And Teddy Roosevelt uh, essentially stumbled upon the great American West, uh, which, you know, for a lot of people, especially in the Northeast and the East, didn't really know much about it until they got into a covered wagon, uh, you know, about 50 years, 60 years before, 50 years, 40 years before. And Roosevelt went out there and he just fell in love with the American Can't argue with that at all. And good stuff. Uh, set a lot of lands aside, you know, so they wouldn't be uh, developed. He 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 embraced sure the lifestyle, and he actually ended up becoming 
sort of a, a, a you know a, a, a not a tough guy, but he. He he evolved as a human being as a result of of discovering the West, and I've always found yeah. that fast. I don't. It doesn't mean that I think he was the greatest president, but right. I think he himself was an extremely oh, fascinating. Oh, I won't argue guy. with that. No, I, I like, like that. Link, yeah, like I, Lincoln, he also apparently had a high pitched, girly voice, <laughs> uh, but led a bunch of men. In fact, put put the yeah. uh, the, the San Juan guys here together right. at the Minger Hotel in San Antonio, Texas. That's where they used yep. to meet. So yeah, I, yeah. As far as everything there, he was he was great. He just got a little bit liberal on some of his policies when yeah. he became president. For me, of course, the worst I think of all. Well, I think we have the worst right now. I think another one of the worst is uh, is um, Woodrow Wilson. The the uh, damage oh, he yeah. did to this country uh, will we'll never uh, come out of. So. I, you know, I, I want to throw something else. We, we've only got a minute or two, so I should really hold this till eight o'clock. But uh, Meta and Mark Zuckerberg are now talking about <laughs> charging for Facebook and Instagram. So I, I, I said earlier this morning, if, if they started to charge for it broadly, which they could, by the way, they could charge a fee and people will pay it because for some people, Facebook and, and, and Instagram are as addictive as heroin. It's not to me. I don't get that much out of it. So if they start to charge for it, I'd say bye. What about you? Uh, it depends. I mean, I, first off, I don't believe he'd ever do that. Uh, I think he would lose way too. I think he... I think he you would just underestimate how many people would take off if they had to pay for it. I think a lot of people would. Uh, well, I said the opposite. I, I said people would because it's like heroin. People would pay to be on. No, no, no. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying a lot of people would dump it if they had to start paying for it. Oh, you think so? Uh, yeah, I do. Uh, I, I think uh, uh, more than he'd be willing to lose. I, I think he, he's going to – that's the way he's doing it this way, so he can start charging people around the edges of it but not charge the bulk of it. Uh, I think a lot of people maybe would pay for it. You know, uh, for me, I probably would only because it's the only platform I have beyond doing the radio show to get my books out there. And I can't, I don't go on the air and talk about selling books every day. I mention it once in a while, but if I if I didn't have Facebook, I you know I would have really no other way to let people know that I have these books. I just put a new one. Well, out then it'd last be a it, that would be a business uh, venture yeah, for you. So but I, I for would somebody do it like me way. who just uses it for personal stuff to say right. hey, Annabelle won their well, competition no. on Saturday. Who cares? It's like ah, whatever, you know. I, and, and, right. and the people that I care about that I'm in touch with, it's not through Facebook or IG. I'm in touch with them in other ways. All right, we, we're up against the wall. We'll take a break. We'll come back more. Warren Rima coming up. KTSA. The Ramsey Reality Check is brought to you by Stay, hey, Mister Rima. Welcome to Monday. God, I love Monday. <laughs> Great day, Monday. You rise above all the other days. Yeah, it's you know, the best day of the week. Really, it's a great damn day. That's it really right. <laughs> it's the best day of the week, baby. It yes, really it is. is. Certainly. I, um, I started to look up these stories and started to see the news stories from East Palestine, Ohio. You and I have been talking about East Palestine since it happened. And Joe Biden decides instead of going to East Palestine and taking them a boatload of money, that he's going to take a boatload of money to Ukraine. And I, I know I, I've got this figured out because Elaine just sent me the picture. This is pretty awesome. Um, he now, you know how people will sell like bricks to people when they you know, for a, for a walkway into a building, and you can buy a brick, a pathway brick, you know? Right. Yeah. Put your name on it. Yes. You know? yeah. Yes. 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 Well, Joe Biden has a plaque in front of the castle or whatever this thing is, the parliament or whatever in. Um, uh, in Ukraine, and, and they're standing, he and Zelensky are standing in front of it right here, and yes, sure enough, it says, 
Joe Biden, President of the United States, and he's got his own plaque in the ground there. Must be nice, man, that we got to buy him a plaque in the ground in UK. Are you well, Vladimir? Vladimir's doing great, man. He's got a brick from Biden. He's got Sean Penn's Oscar. Yeah. You know, I mean, he's really collecting the tchotchkes. He really is. This so, whole thing is going working well for him. So I found this story, and it's been going around for you know a couple of weeks, and I did some follow-up on it. And it's been repa- reported by a couple of uh, you know news outlets, Morning Journal, uh, and that's up in the East Palestine area, and then their own local television and radio station, WKBN, in East Palestine, Ohio. Beginning back in October, they started to talk about these My ID bracelets, and the the concept behind the My ID was to put all your medical information in there, and there was a, a code on there, QR code, that if there was ever an emergency, let's just say, Sean, um, there was a, oh, I guess a train derailment, because, you know, railroad tracks go through <laughs> East Palestine. So, right. so if there was ever a problem, the, the, the medical officials could, you know, scan your QR code on your wrist, and then be able to know what you need, like you're allergic to this kind of medicine, or you have that, you got this, that, the other. Right. And they started to talk about these back in October of last year. Hey, you might want to get one of these. We're now offering these. Hey, they're coming out. We're rolling them out. They're for you, the My ID, My ID uh, bracelet. And then I come to find out there's a, a show on Netflix called White Noise. It's about a catastrophe that happens in... East Palestine, Ohio, and the family's got to split East Palestine, Ohio. So anyway, a a week before um, the train derailed, which was February 3rd, a week before that on January 26th, they were saying if you come down to the police or the fire department, you can get one of these bracelets. And the fire chief is all over the fire chief, Keith Drabick. Uh, saying we're not doing this to gain somebody's information to try to steal somebody's information we're doing this to help the public in medical emergencies just in case just in you know in the outside chance that something would go on you would have this my id bracelet on and lo and behold lo and behold a few days later the train derails and crap goes in the air what a coincidence. Wow. Do you, I mean, so do you think that they, they had the train wreck so that they could get people on wearing these bracelets? Isn't it interesting? It's a little weird, yeah. I mean, if, if, if I mean, I, I, I don't know, I, I don't know what to make of that. I don't know if that's pure coincidence and we're attaching more, I don't know, multi layers of plot, plotting to these, uh, to the bad guys, or if that's really what it's all about. You really just want to get people on these, you know, wearing these bracelets. I don't know. I mean, they, they obviously wanted control of us during the COVID, you know, outbreak with, uh, uh, you know, the vaxes and all that stuff. I mean, it is very coinky-dinky that a week before they're they're pushing these bracelets. I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, the, the, the movie thing is kind of weird. My daughter tried to watch that over the weekend, said it was really kind of a weird flick, kind of artsy-fartsy, but it is odd that they actually shot some scenes for the movie in Palestine, uh, which I, I, I had And used extras from the, the people. And, and and use extras from, and then you have this happen. So I, I don't know. You know what? At the end of the day, nothing shocks me anymore. <laughs> right. Well, you, you, <laughs> you asked. So if that's really what it's about, and they work to crash a freaking train to yeah. get people into medical bracelets yeah. so they can get their information. I mean, if that's what happened, I right. You know, I'm not gonna. It wouldn't. It, it wouldn't shock me. I, I would be a little surprised, but not. 
entirely shocked. I, I, I am now starting to get out of the, the thought that coincidences happen. I don't know why, but I'm starting to realize, man, you know, that maybe it's not a coincidence. I used to always think that. I would always go immediately to, oh, it's just a coincidence, just one of those deals that happen. And, and it still might be. I, I, you know, I guess it could be, but I'm seeing a whole lot more plotting and planning behind a lot of this stuff. And remember, nobody got killed right nobody got injured now a lot of people are going to end up sick i I firmly believe that but this was one of those things that happened at a time when nobody was there to to die and we've had i I just it's it's just really strange to me and i don't know you know maybe it is tinfoil but it's really strange to me that we have a thousand trains derailed every year we had all these chemical fires in the past couple of weeks at different plants like the guys who make the, the, the pots for plants out in uh, right. Orlando, then another one that happened over in Illinois. and I mean, we could go through the list of all these chemical plants. We could go through all the list of these food plants that have been catching on fire. And, and I, I, I guess it could all be a coincidence that all this stuff is happening at one time, but how many times does it have to happen before it's not a coincidence anymore? Right. I, you know, it's, it's that, that line we're always on, and we talk about it a lot, and I, I'm kind of still dealing with it, whether... You know, to what extent this all is a plot, a globalist plot, I mean, beyond our borders. I mean, I, I, I think there's truth to that with this great reset and all that stuff and and, and just pure incompetence. And I because, you know, the incompetence mm-hmm. level is high mm-hmm. uh, with our current leadership. So I, I don't know on what what side of that scale they're on. Uh, I am getting to the point where, like you, I'm, I'm just not shocked when I find out that there is stuff that ties some of these events together but certainly uh they take advantage of things like palestine ohio uh just like they take advantage of these spree killings where somebody goes in and does something with a gun and they want to use that to leverage uh uh, gun rights I, i i i think certainly with letting people out of jail who go back and commit crimes and not prosecuting people who commit those crimes is part of all that because the more chaos you have in the streets and he can roll out a national police force at some point the palestine thing let me let me put it to you this way i hope it's not connected to the bracelets i pray that it's not that freaking depraved that 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 that's all part of the same thing i i pray it's the, you know that just, again that these things happen just a coincidence because they're inept and then they take advantage of them it, it really sends a chill down your spine to think that a lot of this stuff is orchestrated. Well, remember, the bracelets came before the train right. derailments. Well, no, no, I know, but I'm, yeah. so, I'm talking uh, in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, uh, you know, I, uh, sometimes it never comes out, so you never really do know. It's just an odd occurrence, and maybe we'll it just is. file it there. We'll also say that there's another large white balloon spotted near Hawaii. <laughs> oh, God. So they know. They ain't going to do nothing about it. Hey, i got to tell you about Window World and our friend Martin Bamba at Window World. I've known him probably 40 years now. Martin's been in and out of radio for that long. He's been there at Window World for that long. He knows these windows for that long. The company's been family-owned and operated since 1947. All these things added up to the reason that Nancy and I chose Window World windows for our home. When we sat down with the pros at Window World, we knew right away we had made the right decision, the way they explained the whole process to us, the care that they took to make sure that our home was protected while they were removing the old windows and putting the new windows in. The beauty of the new windows, which were noticed by the neighbors right away, that was a kind of cool thing to hear them commenting on the windows, but then the energy efficiency that we have experienced since having our Window World windows in has been absolutely phenomenal. Big difference, the right 
right move is to go with Window World. You don't need little silly games when it comes to your windows. What you need is a serious company that's going to do a great job and then stand behind every time, every time you got an issue, stand behind their product. And that is Martin Bomba's Window World. Free and home quote as well from Window World at 210-767-0995. Sun and clouds today and 75, very warm tomorrow at 83. Check out Wednesday, 88 with sunshine on Wednesday. I'll take it. Goodbye, winner. <laughs> I hope. 62 right now at KTSA. Good morning as you get into... Hey, Dave. We are wearing hey. Lima. It's 819 at KTSA. Um, well, you know, a story that I, I saw, I got it out of the AP, and then Fox News picked it up, and uh, this this is one of those things that, uh, I man, I hate to see this. One of my favorite authors, well, not my favorite author, Roald Dahl has a big old chapter in my life because my daughter loved the, the Wonka books. I've read the Wonka books. There's two, uh, the you know, the Chocolate Factory and the Glass Elevator. And what Roald Dahl brought to kids' literature was revolutionary and something that that, uh, J.K. Rowling picked up on later in that he wrote his books like in in the voice of a little kid. And in doing so, he'd use words like fat, <laughs> you know, and, and descriptors that I guess by today's standards are, are a bozo no-no. And so you have a, a publishing house that now has control over his entire library called Puffin Books. They're, I, I believe they're a subsidy of, uh, of Random House, a Penguin Random. Uh, and they have decided to go in and change lines uh in uh, several of Roald Dahl books uh Charlie and the Chocolate Factory which came out in 64 uh the Augustus Gloop the fat kid remember him in the book he's described as enormously fat uh the new version dropped the word fat he's just now enormous uh in a book of uh, a book called Witches which I have not read but um uh, there's a character in there who is a cashier in a supermarket and they have changed her descriptor to top scientist or running a business. So they've gone in and they have altered the text of classic literature. And uh, a lot of critics, of course, are, are up in arms about this. But, you know, we, we've already seen how, and, and it's all, I don't, you know, there's a critics group or, or the, this Puffin uh, publishing house, uh, you know, that's responsible for this. But you, we've already seen this. They altered uh, a, a quote from Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you remember, we, mm-hmm. we talked about that months ago or maybe mm-hmm. a year or so ago after she passed mm-hmm. to make her quote a little more digestible for the woke crowd. It, it, this stuff, it, again, we're, we're kind of talking about the overall evil plot here, and this is all part of it. You know, this is just the beginning. They're going to start rewriting. They've re-edited movies mm-hmm. uh, and put warning labels, trigger warnings on mm-hmm. certain movies. There are certain movies you can't even see anymore. Mm-hmm. You can't even cast your gaze upon them. Mm-hmm. And I suspect, I don't know, but I suspect this is going on a lot more in the publishing world than we even realize. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it goes back to what the Chinese do. The Chinese do this a lot. Yeah. Uh, and and really, we do it to placate the Chinese. One of the biggest offenders is Disney. They will ch- ch- totally oh, change a flick in order for, for China to find it acceptable. It's got to get by right. the censors in China. But if a book uh, doesn't say exactly what 
what Chinese censors want it to say. They'll change that book. I, I you know, you and I have talked about this. I, the, the books that have to stay hardcore in my life, and most of them are theological works from the greats like Spurgeon um, and, and MacArthur and the others. I have hard copies of those. Some of them, actually, I have hard copies locked up in a fire-resistant fire uh, safe because I don't want those to ever go away. I'm a big consumer on e-books, and that's the biggest danger right there, Sean. This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning oh, yeah. of them doing more and more of this where they're going to change movies, they're going to change literature, they're going to change music stuff that's been offensive for years that they deem offensive and what we need and i'm not one of these guys you know me i'm 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 like if i ran for congress i would run on the platform that i'm going to repeal laws i'm going there as your law repealer i'm going to take laws off the books i'm i'm for this sunset deal where you sunset it every couple of years and then if you want the law back but but in this case in this case I support a law that says get your hands off of books and movies and uh, and and you know everything else that's created like that you may not touch it or alter it in any shape form or fashion not at all well it, it, it it's 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 dangerous culturally and historically it's very dangerous because you're 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 erasing art is is of its era okay the best art reflects honestly the era in which it's created okay that's the purpose of art, okay? The purpose of science is to move forward and to evolve technologically. The purpose of history is to know where we came from so we don't do the same screw-ups. And art kind of toggles between those two, but mostly art is the fingerprint of humans on planet Earth at any given time in their existence. And when you start rewriting that as you go, and you start editing that as you go, you you're gonna lose that touch with 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 history. You're gonna lose that, and then you what what else do you lose along with it? The lessons to be learned from previous eras, and and it's it, I hate it with every molecule well, of me. But I, it's I, I it's the it. it, again it's the neo Marxists because they take down these statues and they change yeah. the literature, they tear it down to rebuild it the way they want to. Now I got another story for you. Here's the headline, student collapses at GM basketball oh, yeah. game, defibrillator used to revive him, and it's seen now as totally normal. A male student from Heartland Arrowhead High School collapsed during the basketball game Friday night at Catholic Memorial. The Arrowhead game manager rushed into the stands to revive the boy, defibrillator in tow. The uh, the. Uh, coach used the uh, defibrillator on the male uh, student and revived him, brought him back to life, and he is perfectly fine and no big deal. This is now being seen as perfectly normal. See, that's the issue, the perfectly normal side. There is nothing, nothing that is normal about all of these teenagers that are suddenly falling over and having to have defibrillators. You saw it on Monday Night Football with a 25-year-old right. man. It's happening now at uh, at younger students and primarily males that are falling over with heart attacks or, or cardiac arrest, either one. They're having to be brought back with defibrillators. We haven't seen this kind of numbers in the history of our country, and the only thing that is different is that vax. Now, I'm not saying that it's 100% the vax, but I I am saying that's the 
only thing that has changed in the past three years is we're introducing this mRNA into our bodies. And now, and now, Sean, it's just normal. Kid falls over. It's just normal, it's just perfectly normal. healthy people falling over yeah. dead of massive cardiac arrest. Yeah. There's nothing abnormal about that no. at all, Trey. Take off the tinfoil. This happens in life. No, right. it doesn't. I'm so glad I didn't get any. I didn't get any boosters, man. <laughs> I, I'm, I, I am. I, I'm sorry. I do believe it's it's connected to the vaxes. Again, there's nothing else that's different. <laughs> between now and just what three years ago or however long it's been at this point there's nothing else different different but the vax and he got perfectly healthy people falling over from Kids, enlarged hearts, young people cardiac arrest in the peak of health no no i i am firmly now in the column that it's something it has to do something with these vaccines nothing else makes sense as to why this is suddenly happening. Boom, another one falling over and another one. All right, yep. a quick break. More Warren Rima coming up. If you've ever considered updating your home so that you can stay there safely as you get older, or maybe that tub or shower is in desperate need of a modern update, get in touch with our friends over at Safe Showers. Chris and Joan Adlin are two wonderful people. You're going to love getting to know them. Safe Showers will completely remove that old tub and that old shower right down to the studs, and they will install a gorgeous new shower in one or two days that's it it not no 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 not months and months of you being without your bathroom and your brand new safe shower will have a low step entry a slip resistant floor grab bars if you think you may need them and of course all the other customization op- options they have you can choose the color and the style of the tile and all that other custom stuff they got it all for you and right now at safe showers they're taking five hundred dollars off your new shower and six months zero down zero inches financing and if you mention Treyware, they're going to take another $500 off, so your total savings is $1,000. Now is your time for your brand-new safe shower. Call our friends at Safe Showers today, 210-655-1111. Hard water coming in and out of your home is like a rodeo. And it's wearing Rima. It's 835 at KTSA. It's Monday. It's President's Day. I hope you enjoy your day off, if you've got one. All right. Um, yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I don't have anything important. I, I, well, <laughs> I have something funny, but not important. <laughs> this, this is uh, this is we we could go either way with this, but I I, I got to tell you, man. Uh, well, let, let's talk tiger and tampons. You want to real quick? Tiger oh, and tampons. Yes, yeah. let's. Okay, let's. That's so, funny. <laughs> so Tiger Woods is playing with his friend Justin Thomas last week, leading into the weekend rounds. They're very right. good friends. They prank each other all the time. Arnie and I, when he worked here, we used to prank each other all the time, and we would laugh, hee hee ha ha ho ho, and then get on with life. And it, you know, it was it was great fun between friends. So the other day they're playing, and and Tiger out uh, shoots or you know um, goes farther than Justin Thomas uh, off the tee box, right? Drives right. farther. So as they're leaving that hole, you know, Tiger reaches down with his hand discreetly, discreetly with a tampon in his hand and hands it to right. Justin Thomas, and they both die laughing. They, they thought it was funny. Ha, ha, he, he, ha, ha, ho, ho. The cameras picked it up. It went to the Daily Mail. It went here and there and everything else. 
And everybody in the whole world lost their minds over Tiger handing a tampon to Justin Thomas. Now, the two of them were the only ones involved in this, and they thought it was hilarious. Justin wasn't even offended by it. He thought it was hilarious. They had a good time yucking it up. But all the Karens in the world lose their freaking (laughs) collective minds, and Tiger has to go to the microphone. Well, he didn't have to. He did. Went to the microphone and said, I'm sorry if I offended anybody. You know, I I didn't mean it. It was just a joke, you know, inside joke between a couple of friends if you're offended by that i'll just say this if you're listen if you're offended by that the problem is not tiger woods and a tampon the problem is you you just need to move on with your life you got too much invested in what tiger woods is doing that's my thing well, that's my well two points okay first off okay dudes menstruate too so how do we know he just wasn't helping a brother out you know what i mean you never know i mean uh, maybe the other guy identifies as something other and he needed that at that particular moment. I'm kidding, of course. These very same people are offended by that, but they're not offended by spending taxpayer dollars to put tampon machines in men's bathrooms. They're fine with that. Okay, that's 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 evolution. But one dude pranking another dude and their friends and nobody's offended, you know, come on, man. As you as we've been pointing out all morning, we may be on the brink of World War Freaking Three. And you're worried about Tyke two rich guys passing a tampon between each other as a joke? Please. I, I am so sick. I, I I have reached my quota in one single lifetime of worrying about other people being offended oh, by yeah, I don't care. like this. I you don't know care. what I mean? Yeah. Holy God. Yeah, I, I, if that besets your mind, you yeah. need a freaking hobby. You no, know, you really do. You need you need some psychiatric counseling is what you need, and that's what Tiger should have said. You know, hey, screw well, off, man. You know what? This is my deal with my friend. We're joking around, and if this is if you if you if you got a problem with this, you're the one who needs help, man. You're the one who needs to call the psych, the shrink. But, you need to go to work. I agree, but that's what needs to stop is the apologize. Yes. When you apologize, yes, 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 you yes. validate this crap. Yes. You know what I mean? That's it. I, I agree with you. We're agree- yeah. we got to stop apologizing for this stuff. No more I'm sorry. You know what? Uh, guys and, and women do it, too. If you don't think that women ain't out there pranking each other, joking around, you're oh crazy. My God. They're doing it, too, man. So you know what? Just live your freaking lives. Just stop, man. Stop. You, well, you, you know what I, you're doing? You know what this is, Sean? I've, I've got to figure it out. It's people who are miserable who want to spread their misery around. That's what it is. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, how empty and is your life if, if this is like your, right. big, your big cause? You know, <laughs> this is what you woke up this morning to fight. Ugh. The scourge of multi-million dollar golfers handing each other feminine products. Wow, man. I got to take that on, man. This, 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 not one more. Okay, I don't want to see one more tampon pass between the hands of rich golfers ever again. I'm the person who's going to put a stop to this. I mean, it's it's, it's sad and pathetic, man. It's insane. Dude was joking. Yeah. You know what? We're getting to the point where, and Tucker's got a new documentary on this that I want to see, where really the comedians and humor in general is on the outs. Correct. Just humor. Just people joking with each other. It's on its way out. Not allowed yeah, to do it, it anymore. Is. You can't. You can't yeah. joke with each other anymore. I remember here. You know, this radio is supposed to be a creative business. It's supposed to be fun and creative and all that kind of stuff. And I, and I remember when CBS bought us years ago. This is back in like nineteen ninety nine. 
man, you got the you got it real quick. That humor and fun is over. You know, they flew in attorneys every week <laughs> oh, who God. had meetings with us about don't do this, don't say that, don't be this way, don't look that way. Be careful where you direct your eyes. You know, yeah, that could be that could be sexual harassment, and it made us all paranoid walking around here looking about. Oh my God, I'm gonna lose my job because I looked the wrong way. I mean, it was just, and, and this company's nothing like that. I mean, they've no. rescued they've rescued us from hell, is what what Alpha did. They they've rescued us from hell, but th- it was just absolute lunacy, and that's what these people are doing. A bunch of Karens out there, go get your own freaking life, please. Good God. Well. You know, I just, I refuse to get sucked into that. I, I, I just, I do, you know, and I, I, I talk about this all the time. My wife and I, you know, we, we joke around with, you, with each other and we're filthy, man. We, we, we are filthy and offensive and there's not anybody, a lot of these people, you know what? You couldn't handle 20 seconds of my wife and I talking to each other, just kidding around. You know, and I'm not going to pull back on the radio. I'm not changing anything. I'm so sick of this crap. People have to stop apologizing. And keep joking, man. Keep joking. And and you know what? Americans need to be more offended. Americans need to be more offensive. We need to start heading in the opposite direction. Because you know what? The Founding Fathers, you know what they were, Trey? They were a bunch of really offensive guys if you were British. <laughs> if you were King George, the Founding Fathers, boy, did they offend your ass. I mean, they really did. The Declaration of Independence was a big middle finger. And here we are. Barely a little over two hundred year, two hundred odd years old, and now we, we, we're the, the helm of the brave. You can't joke with each other. We can't tell a joke, you know, uh, without suffering some sort of uh, cultural or social uh, 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 backlash. It, it's pathetic, man. Keep passing them tampons. <laughs> so over the weekend, a video emerged of the cancer of chaos in Austin. I've been talking about this a long time. Um, I've right. got friends and family members who live in Austin. I tell them to sell and get out of Austin. Uh, the, 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 the home values are already starting to go down. I think they're going to plummet. Years ago, they decided that they were going to defund the police, and they did. Now, they brought the money back about a year and a half later, but the damage was already done. Many of the police officers left the force. My friends in the home building business in Austin say they build their home, and while the home is under construction, they go home at, at night, and they come back the next morning, and the home is destroyed by vandals and jerks and druggies and all that. And they call the cops, and the cops say, well, there's nothing we can do about it. We don't have enough police officers. Unless this is a major crime, there's nothing we can do about it. The citizens of Austin are vulnerable, and it's only going to get worse, folks. It's not going to get any better because they have a George Soros DA like we have Joe Gonzalez Soros. I'm, I'm adding Soros to the, the names of all these DAs, George Gonzalez Soros in San Antonio. And now, and now in San Antonio, this mayor here, Ron Nirenberg, is all about the cancer of chaos. Now, these people in the streets that you see, they're not racers. That's not what they are. They're chaos causers. They are the cause of chaos in the streets. They're throwing bombs at police cars and saying, back up or you're going to get roasted. This is what's happening. And it is going to be here. What they put on the ballot last week for May is going to decriminalize a lot of things that are crimes, and it's going to make it easier for criminals to get out of jail. So what we have to do, number one, is pray that people, more people meet Jesus. I think that's the ultimate thing that needs to happen. But number two, you need to stand up and make sure that you talk about this piece of legislation that's on the ballot for May and make sure it's voted down and 
that Ron Nirenberg is replaced as mayor of San Antonio. He's behind it. He's for it. They don't have to defund the police. All they got to do is make it an unattractive business to be in, and that's exactly what they're doing, and they are destroying San Antonio like San Francisco, like Austin. San Antonio will fall into the same cancer of chaos. It's going to come. Well, yeah, and and if you're you know you're 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 wondering about whether or not this is something you should care about, again, look at these videos. It's not just the Austin video because that's the future of San Antonio. What we what we saw Saturday night was the future of this town, but also look at these videos where people are getting shoved on the subway tracks in New York. Uh, people are getting uh, uh, hit upside the head with pipes and bats. Uh, you've got kids in the school system. If they're white kids, they're they're getting bum rushed by. Uh, by gangs of people and beating the crap, getting the crap beat out of them, and their little kids or elementary school kids, middle school kids. Okay, Th- this is where these ballot measures bring you. When you start saying that you can go into a place or into somebody's house or break into their car and steal up to eight hundred bucks or seven hundred fifty bucks or whatever it is, and you're going to get a ticket as if you walked across somebody's yard accidentally or walked across a park accidentally where you weren't supposed to walk, that's what you get. I mean, Austin is the best example because we've seen it happen from day one when this whole defund the police thing kicked in. You know, you and I talk about all the time how we know cops in this town that have, have gotten out of they've gotten out of copping, <laughs> gotten out of law enforcement, they've taken early retirement, or they've just outright left. It's not worth them to, worth it to them anymore, and I can see their point. You know, I mean, this is the and, and you know what the end result's going to be. The end result is federalized law enforcement, uh, tanks in the streets. So, yeah, if you're considering whether or not you, you want to bother to get out and vote, because this is why you have a Ron Nuremberg over and over and over again and jailing all these freaking weirdos on the city councils because people don't get out and vote. You know, it, you have to do it. You have to participate. And uh, yeah, I'm looking at the Fox News is running the video from uh, Austin uh, from Saturday night right now as we speak. Yep. Yep. You know, and one thing I did notice, I'm going to talk about this on my show, one thing I'm hearing more and more often, and maybe you are too, let's burn the whole thing down. Yep. You're hearing that more and more here and there, and that's disturbing as hell because that tells me they're being given a rallying cry. Well, this is, this is Antifa. the whole thing down. This is yeah. Antifa, right? And so the other, the other night, by the way, I have it on really good authority that when, uh, remember, the, the guys in East Palestine, Ohio, the rail company did not want to send their people there. They said that they had gotten news and, and their people were in jeopardy. And I said that morning that they didn't want them to get sick, and I believe that's part of it. I know that's why Pete Buttigieg has not been there yet. He doesn't want to get right. sick. All these people that are doing the cleanup, that's going to be like the people after 9-11. The cancer is going to hit them about 20 years from now. But they did find out, by the way, and I have it on great authority, that Antifa had moved their forces in there, and Antifa was ready to attack. So th- I don't doubt it. This is what you got in Austin, and this is what you're going to have in San Antonio. And you got a light on his feet, DA down there. That's let him go, Joe uh, Gonzalez Soros. And you got a, a the master puppet behind all of this is Ron Nirenberg, and he's got to go in May. Him and this ballot initiative, or else, folks, if if, if he's reelected and that ballot initiative, get ready for the cancer of chaos to be on the streets of San Antonio. I make that promise to you. It will be here. Well, yeah, it's his last election here in town. You know, he's he's I'm sure he he, he wants to win it so he can do whatever the hell. He can finally get that resume polished up. 
with some really fascist crap going on here in San Antonio before he moves on to whatever gig he thinks he's going to get next. But, you know, you, you if you care about this town, man, you don't want to see that crap in Austin no. here, and it's already here with these drag races and that kind of thing, you got to participate because these ballot measures are awful. And don't and don't be glossed over by the marijuana thing because they've tacked that on and you I think you pointed this out last week put the marijuana thing on there so people will think it's a good thing but they're not looking at the other ballot measures that that they got the signatures for absolutely so scary right. stuff quick break more wearing Rima coming up you know Apple Pest Control and Stan Goodson I've known them now for twenty years that's how long we've had our current home and they are the pest control company that I called to have them come out and deal with an issue we were having the day we bought the house and they took care of it right away and since then yeah, they've been our pest control company and you know what we don't have any pests we, we don't deal with them at all because apple deals with them apple takes care of it and you know if you've got rodents inside your house or if you have uh, scorpions outside your home or whatever apple pest control will get rid of whatever is bugging you i've said that for many many years i hear dave saying that now too if it bugs you it bugs apple and that is the truth stan goodson is the owner of apple pest control has been since 1984 when he started this co- uh, company and he doesn't want want you to have to deal with bugs at all so he'll deal with them whether it's ants or whether it's fleas which there's a big flea issue that's going on right now ticks or even those scorpions that are so painful apple pest control deals with it all and no contracts to sign apple pest control at 210-695-8946 the conversation about solar has been going on for quite